ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वसुदेवाय ओम माय बाउ टू द लॉर्ड वसुदेवा जय टू यू वी बीन डिस्कसिंग दिस पार्ट इन द फर्स्ट चैप्टर ऑफ द गीता इन व्हिच um Arjuna suddenly realizes that he has this great battle on his hand he's supposed to fight his own relatives his grandfathers and cousins and brothers and stepbrothers and so on and uh, he doesn't like to kill his own kith and kin what happens in this is symbolic of what happens to every person on the path that he reaches the point i know one person said to yogananda sir will i Uh, will I ever fall from the spiritual path? Yogananda replied, how can you? Everyone in the world is on the spiritual path. But the trouble is that very few people know it. Most people don't know that there is a spiritual path, or if they do, they think it's just being kind to other people and going to church and reading scripture, but not in any way seriously threatening their own attachments to the world, their own attachments to ego. many a criminal goes to church on sunday but he's still a criminal the choice finally becomes absolute it becomes radical and at this point the soul or the ego i should say because it's never the soul but the ego doesn't like to meditate the ego doesn't like to grow the ego like is com- comfortable with itself and so it says but let me cling to these things it's a sin to even think differently and if i were to give up all these qualities that i'm so accustomed to i'll i'll suffer in hell well hell is another question that needs to be considered because every scripture talks of hell and they tell you that if you act wrongly that you'll go there i often think that many people's sort of unspoken motto is to ask themselves how bad can i be and get away with it well the the final point comes where you can't get away with anything christ said jesus christ said blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see god the pure in heart means those who have completely cleansed every desire from their hearts for anything except god he said thou shalt love the lord thy god with all thy heart with all thy mind with all thy soul and with all thy strength and this is a very important teaching but most people think that they're loving god if they go to church on sunday and sing a few hymns every now now and then but have a good time anyway and do everything they want to unfortunately or fortunately depending on your view of it the time comes when you must absolutely face this thing and make a radical choice jesus was for the radical choice it's a very interesting thing that krishna in the bhagavad gita is for the moderate choice he says accept who you are and grow from that in this sense um krishna may be called a better christian and jesus may be called a better hindu because the radical renunciation that is recommended in india jesus recommended that he said no take no thought for the morrow what you shall eat or what you shall put on he was very radical in his renunciation he um wanted people to absolutely give their minds and hearts to god krishna said be moderate 
grow gradually. You'll come to that point in time. They didn't disagree with each other. And I'm only joking when I said that Jesus was a better Hindu and Krishna was a better Christian because the truth is that there's neither Hindu nor Christian. There is only one religion and that is that we have come from God and we must merge back into him. And how quickly or slowly we do it, that is up to us. God is never going to force us. Rather, he tries to tempt us and make sure that we only really want him. I asked my guru one time, when the, if, when the earth evolves to a higher level of consciousness, will the people who are coming here then, now, will they be reincarnated then? Reincarnated then? And he said, no, I've told you, there are many planets in this universe to go to. If they kept coming back to this one, and this was the interesting point he made, he said, they would find out too soon. That means God doesn't want us to find out so soon. Is that quite fair? Well, at least God is this fair, that he, doesn't, he isn't going to condemn you to hell for following a temptation he throws in your path. Hell is a temporary thing when we don't live according to our own inner longings, when we don't, when we don't respond to our higher longings. Freud drove, drove people to hell because when you indulge in the world, sooner or later you know suffering. All suffering comes from the ego. All suffering comes from identification with the senses. All suffering comes from getting involved also in this great struggle between the upward and the lowered, lower pulling in our own consciousness. Those qualities in us that say, I want drink, I want good times, I want this, I want that. And that quality which says, I want God. I want union with my highest ideals. And there are very few people who have reached the point of knowing that that's really what they want. And so in the meantime, what, what have they got? They've got this constant struggle that in some cases produces madness. I went to the, the um, I don't know, the psychiatric ward, I suppose you'd call it, in a, in a hospital, and uh, saw their signs saying, don't talk about spiritual things here. Well, that is the answer of most psychiatrists today. Don't talk about spiritual things. Bring people down. You become more real that way, they believe. Well, real in delusion, is that a reality? Sooner or later, you're going to have to resolve this dilemma. It's true that in the beginning, some people do lose their mental balance. They don't know which way to go. They have this pull upward, they have this pull downward. They can't resolve it. I think madness is very often just escapism. They escape into madness. But sooner or later, the soul will have to say, I know what I want. I do want to rise. And from then on comes the real struggle, which is described in the Bhagavad Gita. So I'll end there, but we'll continue this subject next time. Joy to you.